how do I know if I'm making the right decision? If that is a question that has popped up in your mind recently, or maybe you've wondered if you should do this thing or this other thing, and you're like struggling making these bigger life decisions, these decisions that could impact so many different things for you, if that has been happening for you, listen up because this episode is for you. I'm Ange Barnard and I'm obsessed with helping you intentionally design your life. What I mean by that is I want to help you design a life that you're really proud of, where you spend your time and energy on things that really matter to you. And for you to live a life where at the end of it all, if you're on your deathbed and you're looking back and reflecting on your life, you, like I said before, you're proud of how you showed up, that there are no regrets there. That's what I want for you, that kind of life where you can look back and be like, I lived that life, like I showed up for my life. I really was intentional with my time, my energy. I took good care of my body. I spent time, quality time with people that I loved. And I maximized my gifts here. I used the gifts that God gave me, all of that good stuff. I just felt like I needed to say that in this episode. So that is what I'm here for. And while I'm doing the work that I'm doing, helping people oftentimes transition into doing work that's more meaningful to them or create a vision for their life as a whole so that they can be more intentional with their time, that kind of stuff, when I'm doing that work, I often get this question, how do I know if I'm making the right decision? Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's just dive into this. Because I'm about to tell you something that you didn't expect that I was going to say here. And I want to say that even just thinking about it that way, this concept of like right decision is acting like there's a wrong decision. It's oftentimes used or thought of in a way that is a very low energetic state. It's where you kind of have this black or white mentality. It's either this or that, and there's nothing in between. Is it right or is it wrong? And it's like you have to choose, right? It makes you feel like there's limits. You know, you feel that energy when you think that way. And that has a lot to do with the thought resides at a lower energetic place. It would probably be in the scale that I would use at a two, which is pretty low on the scale. And this is why it feels so unsettling for us to have that question. It's like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, you know, and you just kind of dwell on that. But the thing is, if you got clear around what is the right thing, like you'd probably be like, oh, it would be the decision that feels really good to me that leads to abundance for me or whatever, right? But when you're thinking this, oftentimes you can't know if the decision you're about to make is the right thing without you doing it. Because you need, based on your definition, you need the data to show you that by you doing that thing, it led to abundance or good feelings for you or whatever it is that you would deem as the right decision, right? Over, and if you can, you'd have to compare it to the results of if you did the other thing. But the reality is is you wouldn't be able to do both things. So you'll never know the results of the other thing. You will never know the alternative. You guys know what I'm trying to say here? Think about it. 
but we like create all this turmoil for ourselves because we're like oh, I don't know if it was like the right thing if I should do this or not and like oh sit back if I do this there's like this alternative could happen this thing could happen and the mind runs with it this is what we're talking about like our last episode we talked about the difference between the intuition and the mind when this stuff is happening where you're like am I making the right decision this is the mind doing that stuff the mind chatter kicking in trying to think about the worst case scenarios and things that could happen if you did this thing over that thing. And that's what I'm talking about. It's that lower level energy being generated. So if you're thinking like, well, what can I think instead? So I'm going to share with you a thought that resides at a higher energy level that you can start practicing for yourself. Because if you think about it, it's really silly to be thinking like, am I making the right decision? You can ask another question for yourself. Like, Is this decision in alignment with my values? That's another way of looking at it. Am I living in alignment with my values? Think about how different that feels when you ask yourself that versus am I making the right decision? Right, it's different energy being generated there. Words have energy, but just pay attention to how it makes you feel when you think this way. So what is a higher level thought in this situation? I'll tell you guys some uh, some stories that relate to this. Hold up, stories are coming. A higher level thought would be something like, I'm always supported. I know no matter what I do, I'm always supported. And for me, with my faith, I believe that God can turn anything into good. Everything can be used for good, no matter what it is. So that means even if I'm in a situation that maybe I shouldn't have got myself in, this still can be used for good. And I believe I'm always supported. I also believe, I like this visual, and I tell my clients this, you may have heard me say this, that you're never going to miss the bus that you're supposed to be on. You're never going to miss that bus. So don't worry about it. You know, like sometimes we're like, I don't know what decision I should make. Like, because you're worried that you have this fear of missing out. Like if I do this one, I miss out on this. You're not going to miss the bus that you're supposed to be on. And I believe that if it's like, let's say I get on the wrong bus, like that other bus is going to come around and find me, it'll drive up to me, you know, that's what I believe. And that thought really serves me and it helps me be bold in my life and go after things instead of paralyzing myself and, and replaying this thought like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Making the, am I making the right decision? And then the should kicks in. Should I do this or should I do that? Another thing is when you start shooting on yourself, this is also an indication of a lower energy too. It's starting to be more positive, but it's still at that higher catabolic range. It's like, should I do this? Should I do that? But the higher level thoughts believe that you're always supported. So it's just practicing. It's like, what if I believed that no matter what I did, that I couldn't even make a wrong decision? What if I believed that? What if I believed that everything was always working out for me? What would I do then? I bet you if you believed that, you would be able to listen to your intuition more. The wisdom would flow in better because there's less resistance there when you're thinking these higher level thoughts and you can hear that intuition more versus when you're thinking those lower level thoughts, it's like static and like you don't get that into, you don't get to hear the intuition as much because the mind is so loud and chattering. So we often hear this mind chatter or the mind freaking out when you are about to have a quantum leap. You may have heard that term, 
quantum leap. What I like to think about a quantum leap as is when you are about to really switch up, like up level your life when it comes to just yourself in general, like real massive growth for yourself or really switch up your career, your business or relationships, like that's the quantum leap, a huge shift that's happening. So when you think of quantum, you might be thinking of quantum physics, which has a lot to do with energy and frequencies and all the things. Think about it this way. It's like you're about to make some massive changes in your life, and that means your energy is going to have to reside in a different way. Like it's like you're changing the, the radio station operating in a different way, a different being than who you have been. So in order for a new external things in the reality to show up, because it's just energy there, right, vibrating, that you need to turn to a different channel in a sense. New frequencies need to be developed. I feel like that sounds weird when I say that, but that's the reality of it. Different kind of energy shows up in that space. So in order for you to be on that same channel, you're going to have to change a lot. Like the way that you have been being, the programs, all the things that you've been running, the habits, you can't be her or him anymore. Can't be that person anymore to live at this next level life for yourself. You got to switch up all the things. So what I'm trying to say is when that when you're turning the radio stations about to turn in a sense. The subconscious part of yourself has to do with identities and programs. It's going to freak out about this. Like, wait, what? I don't know how to be this other person and just kind of freak out. This is where that discomfort comes in because it's like this whole everything is changing. You're becoming a new person in a sense, right? So it's normal. It's normal that you're going to have questions around like, should I do this or not? Those questions are going to be triggered really by the subconscious, like part of yourself to keep you safe. And it's going to make you wonder the alternatives, the bad things that could happen because it's designed to keep you safe. And the chatter kicks in. Where intuitively, maybe you were like, yeah, this is the direction that I should go. You felt that tug towards that direction. And then the mind got involved and started all the noise around all the things that could go wrong if you did that thing. Maybe you should be doing the other thing. And the scarcity stuff kicks in and all the things. So what I'm trying to say is it's normal. Um, so with quantum leaps. So I have found in my life that anytime I'm having those really uncomfortable feelings, this is what it looks like for me when I'm about to have a quantum leap. What it looks like for me is I start to question if I'm making the right decision. Even though I know this stuff, I have to like train my brain to be like, you're always supported. There, you know, all the stuff I told you about before. I my mind will initially go to those lower level places. That's normal. And then I often start to like not feel like myself, where I kind of have brain fog. I can't focus very well. Um Sometimes I'll be like staying up late, thinking about all the things, kind of obsessing about it. And I'm like, oh, this is an example of the quantum leap happening. The other thing that happens is like this testing phase. And I've seen this happen with a lot of my clients where it's like they get in this flow state and they're like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to do this. You know, I feel like I'm going in this direction and all things will flow well to that direction. The doors will open then they get to a point where crap hits the fan. 
And I call this the testing phase. When it's like, in a sense, you're being tested if you still believe that this all can happen well for you. It's like where you're asked to take a risk and it has to do with you exercising your faith. Because if you're not taking a risk, like if you knew exactly what was going to happen, then where would the faith come in? There would be no faith there, right? And I, I kind of feel like it's like I grip something in my hand and God is asking me to open up my hand and give it back so that he can put new things in there. Like he can give me more and bless me more. But if I'm holding on to it too much, it's like there's no act of like pa- like practicing my faith through it. But there's no surrender releasing there. So when this usually happens when we don't know what the alternative would be. We don't know what else we could get. We like grip onto the things that we do know. And it's like, can we open, can we, we, we release and trust? I feel like we're getting asked to do that. So testing happens and it often involves things that are uncomfortable. Well, maybe you have to have uncomfortable conversations and you feel like you might disappoint people or just some other uncomfortable things happen. Like you thought you were going to get the house and then there's all these issues with the house or there's like other stuff not working out the way that you thought that makes you question, am I on the right path? You know, that stuff starts kicking in and it's where the faith you need to up up, turn the notch up on the faith and believing that this is part of the deal. Like you taking risks throughout this and trusting that it's you're going to be supported. It's going to work out for you. Okay. So those that testing kicks in. Normal, 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 normal. Okay. So the thing is when you're going through that process, it just helps me to know that it's normal. Like it happens all the time. Every time I've up leveled in my life, or had a quantum leaf, all this stuff would be happening. So I just find comfort in knowing that I'm going to keep the faith through it no matter what. I'm going to focus on that higher belief and keep practicing that. I'm going to act as if I'm always supported. And then I can do things that align with like, I can hear the intuition more if I believe that I'm always supported. And I often have to ask myself, it's like, what would you do, Ange, if you knew that you were always supported? And that always helps me make a decision. So here's some more questions that are going to help you make a decision. I like to ask myself, um, what is in alignment with my vision? Like what decision would help me be more of the kind of person I want to be? Because if I'm toying between two decisions, whether it's about two different job opportunities to pursue, um, should I stay in this relationship or should I leave this relationship or should I get this house or that house or live here or here? Like those bigger things, I always just go back to like, what is in alignment with my vision of how I want to live my life? What thing helps me be that person more or puts me on that path to be her? Which thing? And sometimes I've had clients be like, none of them really. I'm like, okay, well, then now we have to open the door to another thing because you want to make sure you're being intentional about your decisions. This is why I push for everyone to have a vision or direction that they want to take their life and really think about how you want your life to look like in each area. I'm not talking about from this attachment clingy phase. I'm talking about just generally speaking so that you can see like, oh, is this in alignment or is it not? And some of you that are like, well, I don't even know if it would be 
in alignment because I'm not clear in my vision or the direction that I want to go, then I suggest that you invest in resources on that because how can you possibly be intentional with your time and energy if you don't know what it is that you're pursuing or which direction you want to take your life, then you can't be intentional with your time or your energy, right? You got to line up with, think about your values, your strengths, how you want to live your life. You got to be thinking those things to know if you're living in alignment or not. You have to have that vision in some way. It doesn't need to be crystal clear. No, by no means it doesn't need to be that way. But you have to have a general direction of, a general idea of where you want to go, right? So speaking of that, I will be launching the Clarify Your Vision course in three different ways coming by the end of the year or the beginning of the following year. Um, It's just going to be three options for you. You can do it online by yourself. You can do it live with me in different online formats or on-site. I'm working out those details right now. Um, And then the other one is you can do a model where you have the course and you have me coaching you through it too. So there's three different options that are going to come up because I've seen way too many people who are like, I have no idea like what I want for each year of my life. I just know I want to be intentional about my life. So I feel like it starts with the vision. All right. So going back to what I was saying, the questions that are helpful to you. Number one is asking what helps me be more of the person I want to be? What's in alignment with my vision? Okay, number two is this goes back to the intuition. Just really feel like thinking about like that's that whole thing I was just saying is like if you were always supported, if you knew you were always supported, things always worked out for you, what would you do then? That kind of helps that thinking that way helps the intuition show up and speak, you know, and you can hear it. And if you, I want to throw this in here, if you didn't care, about what other people think, because I often see this as a thing that makes the mind go crazy with chatter, is if you did not care about what anyone else was going to think, what would you do then? And this is where you can hear the intuition speak. And I want to say too, is a lot of times when the intuition is leading you somewhere, it's not always a place that rationally makes sense, you know? Like I have seen so many people get led in directions where people would be like, you're nuts. Like you're going to walk away from all this money or this thing. Like that makes no sense to pursue this other thing and you have no idea how it's going to turn out. Like that is crazy. But that person will think that their intuition is leading them there. And I've seen really amazing things come out of that. And I've seen where people have had the opportunities to truly practice their faith and are very much rewarded because of that. I've seen that. So um, intuition, in a nutshell, what lines with your intuition? What are you drawn to? What have you been most curious about? What do you keep thinking about, right? What, what thing is in alignment with all that stuff? That's intuition stuff. Um, this kind of goes back to the intuition is like what feels most expansive to you? Like when you think about you making that decision, like where it feels like expansion in your body versus like contraction. That's something that you need to pay attention to more of. I've been thinking about that in my life. Like, I'm like, oh, why does it feel so off when I'm saying this or doing something? And just like really listening because it's showing me that something's out of alignment. But when it feels expansive, that usually is an indication you are in alignment. So pay attention to those feelings. 
Um, let's see here. I think those are the main things. Back to, I'm looking at my notes here. I think back to the past. Oh, why did I write that? I wrote that down because during times like this, like the stories I just told you, I often think back to the past around like my brain needs proof that I've made decisions in the past where I didn't know what was going to happen and it worked out well for me. If you have stories like that, I want you to think about them when you're going through this stuff. Tell your brain, show your brain that you can handle it. It can bet on you to figure it out, right? Even if you get yourself in a situation that's not ideal, you can figure it out. Way worse things have happened. You can figure it out. You can switch anytime. This is the other thing I want to make note of is so often I'm working with people and they worry about making changes. Um, they're like, well, what if I do the thing and I don't like it? Or what if I'm with this person and whatever this thing happens? Or what if it's like this, what if, what if, what if? What if I get that house and it's a crappy house and it's blah, blah, blah. I spend all this money and whatever. You know, like what if all worst case scenarios? And I'm always like, so what if? What if that does happen? Then what? Then you can change. You can be resourceful. You'll figure it out just like you have in previous situations. So if you're going to bet on anything, bet on yourself and your ability to figure things out because you have a 100% track record for doing that. Think about where you are now. Like you sometimes got to remind yourself of your own power and not be afraid of if it doesn't work out, so what? You can change it. At least you are going after things in your life, which reminds me of a quote that I have to share with you that came up this week, which is don't let your doubts kill your possibilities. Don't let your doubts kill your possibilities. The aftermath of a no is not that big of a deal. Just a feeling. I want you to think about this if you're like trying to pursue an opportunity and there's a chance you could be rejected. This is a good thing to think about. The aftermath of a no is not that big of a deal. Just a feeling. Whereas the aftermath of a yes can be so life-changing. I was thinking about that recently. I went after the speaking opportunity and got a no for it. I'm telling you this because I had to work on my mind with it. Like, you know, the no came back and I'm like, that hurts, you know? But then I'm like, you know what? It's really not that big of a deal. Worst case scenario is like, okay, you're not doing the thing where you weren't going to do the thing before with if you didn't apply for it. And now I get to make it mean something to me. What do you want to make it mean? And you can make it mean you suck. You can make it mean that you stand up. If you fall, you get back up and you do it again. You can make it mean whatever you want. You can make it mean as a sign that God has a better plan for you. Make it mean whatever you want. As long as it makes you make it mean something that serves you. So I had to do that work with myself. And I thought about this. I was like, you know, the no is not a big deal. But if I would have gotten a yes, that could have changed my whole life. You know, so now I'm like, cool. Now I can pursue more opportunities like that and know that I can handle the no. Like I'll live through the no. I'll be fine. I'll still bet on myself every single time. And I'll keep pursuing opportunities because I know if I get a yes, it could be so life changing to me. So I want you to think about that because maybe there's something you need to be a little more bold about that you're not. And this is your sign right now to know that it's not a big deal if you get a no. 
just the worst thing that can happen is really oftentimes what you make it mean about yourself. And you can handle that. We can make it mean a story that serves you, that makes you feel good. You can get back up like you've done many times before. Bet on yourself, okay? Because how can you expect other people to bet on you if you're not gonna bet on you? Bet on you because you have a 100% track record of figuring stuff out, no matter what the situation is. Okay, um, let's see. I'm gonna go back to my notes. There's always stuff, such good stuff here. Oh, okay. I wanna go back to this whole concept of the quantum leap stuff. What is going on here? Where I told you that tension shows up and you get tested in a sense. Um, the brain fog, the thoughts, all the things are running and just, yeah, it's just uncomfortable before that quantum leap happens. What is happening here? I heard someone describe it this way and I'm like, ooh, this makes perfect sense is where two paradigms are trying to coexist at the same time. It's like two radio stations are trying to come in at the same time. It's like, you know, like all these crazy noises and stuff like that's happening for a while until we make it to the, the, the right station. I don't even know if I want to use the word right again, but like the, the actual exact station. You ever had that happen when you're, if you think about old radios, like I've had this where I'm trying to like turn the knob and I'm like, it's picking up two channels. I'm like, no, get over, it's like one little bit more so that it gets to the other channel and bring in that music. It's that discomfort right there. Two paradigms trying to coexist. Like you have this other version of yourself, your own ways of being, the programming, trying to coexist with the new things. Two different paradigms energetically two different spaces so it's normal it's uncomfortable until you turn the not the dial all the way to the exact channel you want to be on I kind of feel like that that is happening at like in a sense an energetic level growth is uncomfortable for all of us makes sense even energetically you're transforming okay so time to recap in a nutshell, instead of asking yourself, how do I know if I'm making the right decision? Ask yourself, what decision would feel most aligned with my vision or would help me be who I want to be? What decision is in alignment with that? Helps me be more of who I want to be. Sometimes I think about this as what decision helps set my future self up for success? And when I think about success, that goes back to like the vision I have for my life. What sets her up well or him up well? That often helps me when I'm struggling with this whole right decision stuff. Um, another thing to think about is just straight up knowing that this is a normal part of the process to question, to doubt, the cold feet stuff. Think about how often that happens when someone's getting married. They can just absolutely adore and love someone. And it's like that time period where they're committing and they're like, oh, I have cold feet now. It's like, yeah, it's like the paradigm is about to shift. You're about to be a whole new different person. The subconscious is going to raise up all kinds of fear around that. That's pretty normal. Unless you've got some tools to work through it, it's a normal initial response. And then you can do the work through it. Um, let's see here. I want to just end with that quote that I talked about earlier. And I think this whole theme that we've been practicing this past few episodes has to do with like, you being bold, right? Really, truly being bold in your life. 
going after it, being brave, because your life depends on it. The quality of your life depends on it. Like we don't got time to be playing small anymore. Just go after it. Who cares? Like let people think whatever they want to think. You're the one who's going to be on your deathbed at the end of it all, looking back on your life. You're the one who had to live it. So forget what other people have to say. Be bold is what I'm saying. So be bold. Listen to the intuition. Quiet the mind so that you can listen to that tug, even when it doesn't make sense. It's not always going to make rational sense for you to get pulled in a certain direction. But if you listen to that more, watch how fun life gets truly if you can quiet the noise. It's a practice, a big practice of surrender. So being bold, listening to the intuition. And the last thing is I want to talk about that quote again, is don't let your doubts kill your possibilities. The aftermath of a no is often not that big of a deal, where the aftermath of a yes can be so life-changing. So in a nutshell, go after it and trust. Listen to the intuition where it's guiding you and trust that you will always be supported and that you can figure it out. That's the whole point of this episode. And I got some big news coming up for you around some things happening with me. Some quantum leaps happening, feeling uncomfortable over here, but new amazing things to come. I hope the same is true for you. In fact, I know the same is true for you if you're listening right now. The best is yet to come. Have an awesome week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.